Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hi, welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we talk about all things true crime and paranormal. I'm Emily. And I'm Sierra. And this week, guys, we are fucking bummed. So, yeah, um, this this weekend has been a really hard weekend. We are, co- are recording this a week in advance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, Friday? Friday. Friday. I, my days are running together. Um, it was announced that Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed, or has passed on, and it was it was just not it's still not a good situation. Um, I'm honestly heartbroken. Yeah. Like not not a, like not just for the fact that she passed away because it's really really sad, um, but for the fact that so many of our rights are being toyed with right now. Right. And Jeopardy. yeah. And it's just, it's really, really, it's a really scary place. She was such an amazing lady, and she was a decision maker on so many big things mm-hmm. um, for not only just women, but human rights in general. And it just, it really, it's really, really sad, and it's really, really scary. And I know that's kind of, like, some people will look at that and say that's dumb to think of, but they're already trying to take away Roe versus Wade. They're already trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Repeal. Repeal um, multiple, multiple things that have been passed over the past couple of decades while she's been in in the office, um, or in the chair. I guess the chair is supposed to be the, is the right Behind word. Behind the bench. Behind the bench. There we go. I'll get there eventually. Um, it's just, it's just really, 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 really scary, and the fact that they have already planned to announce who Trump wants to fill her seat, and it, it hasn't even, she hasn't even had a funeral yet, this is actually fucking wild to me, it's, it, Sierra and I were watching the news as this was happening, and literally only one person talked about how sad, like, her death was before getting into the fact that, who could be replacing her? Would it be possible to replace her this close to the election? Which it, honest to God, should not be, because of the fact that they set precedent for this in 2016 when Obama was eight months out, and they said it was too close. But because it's their fuckboy Trump, they're like, oh no 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 no, we're gonna go back on our word. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, fuck you. You're gonna go back on your word. Like honestly. It's just, this whole situation is mind-boggling. I'm obviously heated about it, and I am not going to talk about it any further, because I could sit here for another whole hour and talk about it, but I am going to read this Instagram post that I saw by Martha Plimpton. We're going to say Plimpton. She goes on to say, because of her, when I turned 18, I could apply for and receive credit a credit card without a male signatory. Because of her, when I bought my house, I could apply for a mortgage without being married and without having a male co-sign. Because of her, I could be called to do my civic duty and serve on a jury without being exempted on a court 
for being a woman. Because of her, I grew up believing I have a claim to my personhood as an equally vested citizen of my country. These changes happened in my own lifetime, and yet my whole growing up, so deeply affected by her efforts, I knew it was because of her and the countless clerks and lawyers she worked with arguing six of the most critical cases affecting women and families the Supreme Court had yet heard. She changed this country for women, for everyone, because women's rights are human rights. Because of her, I realized my own potential as a professional, a homeowner, a person with credit, with assets, and with independence. My thanks to this woman are inexpressible. No matter where you begin, where you land is still potentially unknown. This devotion of hers to equality, not just to be being equal, but to the concept of equality as a dynamic and not a fixed standard, made her one of the most consequential legal and cultural minds of the 20 and 21st centuries. She is my hero. Honestly, I could not have said it any better. I saw that and I was like, yes. She is my hero. I, I can't begin to fathom what it is going to look like if we don't vote these fuckers out of office. Because what people don't seem to grasp is lives are at stake. If these things get repealed, people will die. Because people are going to have unprotected sex. It's going to happen. Then they're going to try at-home abortions. That's going to happen. I mean, it already happens. It already happens all over the world. It still happens in the United States because we are still repealing basic human rights to control our own fucking bodies. The things that they are trying to do to restrict women's reproductive rights are actually insane. So we need to vote. We need to fucking vote. We need to fucking vote. We need to fucking vote. Because, like she said, women's rights are human rights. Plain and simple, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, get with the fucking program. So, with that being said, my mini little rant, I'm just really mad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you heard me screaming at the <laughs> news channel and my phone. I literally, I when I looked at the, the notification on my phone, I gasped so loud, it scared Sierra. <laughs> Who was sitting right across the living room from me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I, I just, watching the news, I just cried. Like, I couldn't, I still can't grasp it, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry again now, but, oh, it just really irritates me. Anyway, besides that, Sierra, <laughs> our weekly little check-in, how the fuck are you? After I just bummed us all out. Well... I mean, other than that, we were doing pretty well. We were doing pretty well this week. Uh, I can't really think of anything bigger than that. Or yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much just over. I pretty much squashed everything with that, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think until then it was pretty good. Yeah, I got back from my vacation, which mm-hmm. was, I got to see my little brother, my dad, and my other mother. Um, so that was fun. I got to see my grandma and everybody. Um, it was so funny. I'm going to try and lighten the mood now because I'm irritated and I need to get my mind off of it because I've been thinking about this for two days and it's just not healthy. So anyway, uh, I saw my little brother and he's a teenager. So like, you know, you've, you've Mm -hmm. met him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's a hoot and a half, I guess. Uh, he's a teenager, so he has his moods. Um, anyway, so you, you know my feelings on cannibalism. 
right there. <laughs> yes. You you know your stance. So I do. I I I not. I will be eaten before the before match. Yes. Um. So in case I haven't said this before, I am I am down for cannibalism. Like like I'm not gonna openly murder somebody. You know, to be a cannibal. It's like life and death. Like like life and death, or if I'm offered it, I'm fucking trying it. Like, I will t- literally. My dad and I were talking about this off subject, but um, sort of. We were talking about this. I was like, you can't say you're willing to try anything if you're not willing to be down for cannibalism. Like, come on now, just once, just just once. Like, you don't even have to tell me what it is when I eat it. And then afterwards, you'd be like, that's long pig, which is human meat. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, we were having this discussion. <laughs> I was reiterating the fact, and it was new information for um, my dad, and the fact that I will eat a person before I eat my Maggie. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Maggie is a higher totem pole. That's Cannibalism is happening. Technically lower totem pole. Lower totem pole? Yeah. Okay, sure. Whatever. It's a mis- misunderstood concept. Okay. That's all right. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, okay, so anyway, Ricky comes in, which is my little brother's name, and he's going to hate that I just said that because he does not like being called Ricky now. But anyway, Ricky was like, what do you mean you're eating people before you, you know, eat the mm-hmm. dog? And I was like, well, you know, one, people have more meat. Two, I'm willing to try it. And... <laughs> Ricky looks at me with the straightest look on his face. He goes, you know, you really worry me sometimes. Like, I'm (laughs) genuinely concerned about you, Emily. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, when I'm old enough, I think I'm going to have to have you committed. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And just, you know how he gets, like, how serious he gets. And Yeah. Yeah. So that was the... (laughs) I was dying laughing. And my dad looks at me, he goes, you know, he was really serious. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that was fantastic. Um, but now they know my stance. They know their stance. They know they're <laughs> going to die. I mean, it's important to know where you stand. Yeah. And I, I am nothing but upfront about that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Grayson's the only one that doesn't know, but he knows now. So, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but that that was a interesting little part. Um, I was stuck at a cabin the weekend before last. I don't know. I was stuck at a cabin a couple weekends ago, a weekend ago. Who the fuck knows? Time is irrelevant. And there was actually no cell phone service. Like, none whatsoever. We were in the middle of fucking nowhere, Maine, and still had cell phone service, mm-hmm. and then this past weekend, or whatever weekend, we were in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and had nothing. Like, no Wi-Fi, no cell phone service, nothing. So, I <laughs> I had to give Sierra a landline number to call in case there was, like, an emergency that I could be reached out, but, yeah, it was, it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one that I didn't, I, I love the mountains, don't get me wrong, I also mm-hmm. love the mountains when I have cell phone service, so, yeah, that's, that's what I have for you guys. I know we're super into it now. Everybody's geared up for this story I have, <laughs> this case. Alright, alright. 
Okay. So, anyway, now that I've officially bummed us all out and hopefully <laughs> cheered us back up again, um, this week we will be talking about something that is probably one of my favorite spooky things, and it is Harold the Doll, who honestly oh, God. scares me so bad. Like, so let me just preface this by giving you guys an extra little content warning, because this shit is so fucked. Also, by saying that, I mean no disrespect to Harold. Um, so, yeah, none of, I'm not, I'm not putting that, any negative vibes in that realm. Okay, Sierra, do you feel me? This is all (laughs) the look I'm getting right now. (laughs) There are a lot of things that I do that I can be okay with, (laughs) that I am all right with, and, (laughs) Let's just say this is not one of those things. Dolls? Ugh. <laughs> oh, God, no. So no. now would be a bad time to tell you about the doll that's in the closet Let's right there. Let's just not do anything <laughs> too rash, okay? Uh-huh. Nothing too rash. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get into this, I wanted to say, give everybody an update on the ghosts in our house. Because two very scary things happened. Well, one scary thing and one mildly concerning thing happened this past week. Remember? You don't remember? You're drawing like a complete blank. Uh. Um, no, drawing I'm a complete let blank. You tell okay. Story. So Sierra was working from home. What day was that? Thursday, because there was yeah. a tropical storm and mm-hmm. there was like flash flooding and all that. Welcome to North Carolina. So, um. Anyway, she was working from home, and I am sitting in the living room because I had finished my ship for the day. So I'm sitting in the living room watching TV or playing on my phone something. And all of a sudden, I look over at our TV stand, which has a little shelf, and it's oh, got, like, yeah. books on either side. And in between the books are this is this, like, light-up lantern for Halloween. And it just flies out from in between the books. <laughs> And, like, I'm not saying, like, one of the books slid and, like, pushed it out slowly. No, this motherfucker flew out. And I was, I was just like, I'm sorry, what? I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to fucking acknowledge it. I'm not going to talk about it. This isn't going to happen. And then Sierra comes in there and she goes, where did this go? I was like, it came off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> It flew off the fucking shelf, Sierra. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I bet it got it on camera, too, because we have that camera right there. Oh, maybe. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and look, and I'll let you guys know if I caught it on camera, because that honestly freaked me the fuck out. So, then, the next thing that happened was I was, I don't know, I was, I was going to work, coming home from work, something, and I had walked from my bedroom past our dining room, our formal dining room, into our kitchen, And I noticed that the skull that I have on our formal dining room table was lit up. The eyes were glowing red. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Coming back to me now. Yeah, okay, I'm glad. (laughs) um, Because I only tell you this shit. (laughs) So, anyway, um, I look over and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I go over to the skull and it's on. Sure enough, the eyes are glowing red. And so I tilt it over and the on switch was switched to on. And... Like, it is, like, one of the, like, switches. It's not like you, like, lightly tap it or move it and it comes on. No, you have to, like, switch it to on. Like, Mm -hmm. physically push it to on. 
So Sierra and I are doing the dishes later, and I asked her, I was like, hey, did you turn the skull on in the um, formal dining room? She was like, what? I was like, you know, the skull, the, the black one with the light up red eyes? She was no. I was like, it was on, and I did not turn it on. Like, it was on, on, and I'm showing her. And she goes, no, I didn't turn that on. So, <laughs> we've just been ramping up over here with the activity. I mean, we're just getting ready for Halloween. That's so. all. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was just, that, that was my little update about our ghost <laughs> in the house. Um, Mags is snoozing really hard because she's high on some CBD. She hurt her paw, so she's had to wear the cone of shame. Mm-hmm. So, she's finally laid down after I took the cone back off of her. But, after that loveliness, let's get into some not loveliness. <laughs> Let me. We should have recorded this in the middle of the day, so I would have had time to like watch Phineas and Ferb, and then. What is with you and Phineas and Ferb? You all. (laughs) Is that just your go-to? Like my go-to. Okay. Like Like mine is Disney movies. Yours is Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, like go-to happy like. Yeah. Carefree childlike mind. Yeah. No. Um. I feel like the only kind of scary movies that I need like a. Like a fr or a fresher mm-hmm. after after is like the demon stuff. Oh. Like that really gets to me. Mm-hmm. But like the murder stuff, that's fine. The ghost stuff, I'm usually okay with. But like, if it's really demon heavy, I kind of gotta gotta like watch some Pocahontas or <laughs> Mulan afterwards. <laughs> um. Anyway, so my sources for this week are Harold's own website, HaroldTheHauntedDoll.com. Oh. Uh, a helpful little Wikipedia excerpt. It wasn't a whole article on him. It was more so on haunted dolls. Uh, okay. A BuzzFeed article and a couple of YouTube videos posted by the current owner of Harold. Harold. Um, I or, mean, does he have an owner or just a caretaker? Well, that's what I'm saying. His caretaker. Alrighty then. So. Alrighty then. To begin, I'm going to read a little excerpt. 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 Sure. From the website, like the doll's website, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Which gives like a little background. So, this is all a quote until I say. End quote. End quote. Every paranormal investigation starts with a story. Here's the story of Harold as told in its original listing on eBay in 2003. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm sure it's happened to each of us at least once or twice. You're walking around a flea market or an antique mall looking for a treasure or two, and you come upon a beat-up looking doll. You think to yourself, oh, that's charming, or the child who owned that doll must have really loved that thing. But what I thought after seeing the doll that day should never, ever be repeated. I'm having, like, problems breathing at the moment. <sighs> okay. This doll was purchased in a small dirt lot flea market in a quaint little town of Webster, Florida. Webster is a very charming, industrious town about 60 miles north, no, 60 miles southwest of Gainesville. They have a weekly flea market offering treasures, bargains, and aisles of of kernel corn. Honestly, would love to go to this thing. Um, Anyways, I digress. I had arrived to the flea market fairly late in the day when most people were packing up to go home. That is when I saw an elderly man placing the doll in a box. It looked interesting, so I asked the man if I could see it. 
The conversation went something like this. Man, you want you don't want to see this doll. Me, sure I do. What do you want for it? Man, well, that's a good question because it's very old. The man looked like he was going to cry. It was my son's. I bought it for him when he was born, and he passed away a few years after. This doll has sat in my workshop for over 60 years. I wasn't going to bring it out today, but I figured I needed to get it out of here. Anyways, I want 20 bucks for it. I gave the guy 20 bucks and put it in a bag and walked away. When I was halfway down the aisle, the man came running over, visibly out of breath. Man, I have to warn you about something. I can't just let you take him like this. The reason it has been in my shed is the doll that brought an the doll brought an eerie presence into our house after our son died. We would hear crying and singing from his bedroom. When we went to check it out, there was nothing, just the doll. Other things started happening. The priest told me I should burn the doll. I tried and tried, but it would barely burn. That's why his, heads and his head and arms are so worn. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know. I told him, okay, and I chuckled to myself as I walked away. That was until I got home, and my life had never been the same. Two days later, my cat died, my girlfriend left me for the pool guy, and I began to have chronic migraines. And this was only two days after purchasing the doll. A week later, I began to hear children laughing and crying in my basement. Every time I would go check it out, of course, nothing. This doll has been in an armadillo coffin in my basement for the last year and a half, and I need to get rid of it. I really do believe it's cursed. Sometimes I touch it, and it seems like it has a, a pulse. Maybe I'm just paranoid, maybe not. The cursed doll measures 21 inches tall. His, hers, its, heads, arms, and legs are all composition. I don't know what that means. I think it means, like, like it's not just the hands mm -hmm. that have, like, that are, like, hard. Oh, okay. The eyes are closed when it's lying down. Please ask any and all questions before you bid on this doll. I have not had it out of the coffin for years, so anything else that happens this week, I will be sure to let you know. The auction is sold as is, with no returns, please, which is in all caps, underlined, and exclamation points. Mm -hmm. Winner pays exact shipping and optional insurance. Check out my other auction. <laughs> Check out my other auctions for more vintage collectibles and other fine antiques. Ask all questions before you bid. Even if you think you are sure about condition, pictures, etc., please ask all specific questions before bidding. Thanks for looking, and good luck. So, end quote. Super. Just fucking super. Yeah, no. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking for it in the first place. Yeah. But, like, if I'm reading that, I'm just, like, walking away very slowly, just just, just close. Mm-hmm. Clear the history. Yeah. Never to be talked about again. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was going to fuck with us so bad. Um, but anyway, that is from the first listing on mm -hmm. eBay, where this lit <laughs> this listing literally made national news. Like, people wrote articles about this listing. Wow. It was wild. Uh, so, the this auction was won by a woman named Kathy. A year later, after having a number of personal experiences, including the death of two people that she knew after they came in contact with Harold, she decided to put the doll back up for sale. So, soon after she put it up for sale, Kathy's auction was seen by the doll's current owner, Anthony Quin Quinata, um, on eBay again. 
Apparently, when he spotted the original listing, he laughed out loud and didn't believe a word of it or the video that she had posted. Cause she posted a video where it seemed that the doll's arm had moved. Mm. Um, also, your eyes are so wide open right now. It's kind of <laughs> weirding me out. I'm going to have to, like, look away. <laughs> I'll try to close them for you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Is that better? <laughs> No, it's not better. It's like the fucking aliens. <sighs> I push, they push their eyes through my eyes. That freaks oh, me the God. fuck out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, Kathy had a reserve on the bidding, which is like a, midi- a minimum bid on her auction. And this dude literally kept making bids until it went through. Like, he just kept putting in different amounts mm-hmm. to see what the reserve was. Yeah. So, eventually, Anthony received an email from Kathy, which started by saying, quote, I don't believe Harold is haunted, but I do believe he's cursed, end quote. She went on to say that why she, why she thought so and asked why Anthony wanted the doll. He told her he didn't want the doll, so <laughs> he just made bids on it because he was curious, like, to see what her minimum oh, okay, gotcha. thing was, I'm guessing. Uh, sure, that's sure, sure, we'll go with this. Um, the next day, like after putting that bid in, the mm-hmm. next day he was outbid by someone calling himself Strange Magic, and like it's spelled magic in the old way, you know, yeah, like with the J and the K. Um, he told me not to bother bidding anymore, which this is Anthony speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me not to bother bidding anymore because he just outbid me. <laughs> So, uh, not really exactly how it was. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, I didn't know that you could message other people on the eBay. Yeah, I would guess. I, I In, like, know. a bidding thing. I don't know. I've never uh, bid on anything on eBay. But I think it, you can see, like, who put the bid in. Oh, and the message them that way? Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. I wouldn't know. I don't know. It's been a hot minute. Um, yeah, okay, same. It's been never. I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I recently bought something, but it wasn't, like, a bidding thing. Yeah, because you bought that record you got me off yeah. of eBay. Yeah. But it was just, like, a direct buy. Yeah, that's the way, yeah. that's the way I've done it. Like, I didn't yeah. know that eBay even had bids. Oh, yeah, that was, like, the whole the whole start of it. That was, like, the whole reason. Yeah, see, I did not even know that. Yeah. Um, That was the only way you could buy stuff. Yeah. For, like, at the beginning. Yeah. If you would bid on it. So huh. it was, like, online auction. Oh. Okay. So, anyway, back to our mm-hmm. homeboy, Anthony. So, at this point, like, I guess I guess it's a little bit of ego at this point. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to uh, yeah. be. Yeah. Um, because it, apparently it's two dudes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you wow. know that little bit of ego comes in. Not hating on anybody, but, you know, it just, it just does. It's just a human. So, Anthony <laughs> basically goes, you might outbid me, but it's going to cost him. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anthony's plan was to bid him up and then dump the auction on him. However, it did not happen that way. He ended up winning the auction. Kathy was genuinely worried for him mm-hmm. and offered to let him out of the deal, but he declined. I guess out of like naivety. Like yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't believe it anything yeah. of it was real, so he didn't think that he was getting himself into anything. Yes, exactly. Um. She, he told her the deal's a deal, so shortly after he received Harold, he asked a friend of his to do a reading on him. 
And he recorded the reading. Anthony recorded the reading. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Goodness. So it lasted maybe a minute or two mm-hmm. at the most. And the psychic said, I can't do this. I can't do this. He threatened to kill me. Yeah. So, Anthony, after this, was a little disappointed. All the size in the world. Was Anthony, our homeboy, was a little disappointed and Uh a little skeptical. Yeah. He listened to the recording and clearly heard a male voice saying, I'm going to kill you, bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I just got chills. Like, I honest to God got chills. Like, I have full body chills right now. Like, oh, God. Okay. So. No, ma'am. Homeboy is stunned. Mm-hmm. I would be stunned. Yeah. Um, I had, he had more readings done, which I would be concerned for my safety at that point, you know? Right? He's obviously homicidal. Yes. And, um, had more readings done and seen more people physically hurt in front of him while in Harold's presence. So, I'm going to, like, go through those things Mm -hmm. in a moment but he put he eventually put Harold in storage in 2005 only occasionally taking him out after that because occasionally uh, why but (laughs) I'll get into it um but yeah I just I could not oh god no I'm no disrespect Harold please don't come after us um yeah so that's that's what that's what we're going going in this with is a very angry presence. Like, I can't imagine. Is it... Well, I guess you're probably going to talk about, like, who the spirit is. Like... Because, like, is it the kid or did the doll kill the kid? I feel like... Mm, I don't think the doll killed the kid. Um, I, I feel like it just... It may have, like, their their, their sadness... And their vulnerability, the parents, might have invited something in. Because, like, they do like to latch on negative energy. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, I feel like that's probably... So, it's completely... It's probably unrelated... To the child. To the child's death itself. But a reaction to... Yeah, yeah. More than likely. Or at least that's my very outsider's look into this. Okay. So... After he, like, after he put him in storage in 2005 mm-hmm. and took him out a couple of times, a woman told him, I don't think that there's anything to Harold, she, as she sat next to the doll. Mm-hmm. A few minutes later, she screamed out in pain on her right side, the same side the doll was sitting next to her. From her stomach to the middle of her back was a long red gash. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Um, next... <sighs> Anthony's friend Diane and him were listening to a recording of a reading, um, like a tarot card reading that mm-hmm. she did on on Harold, mm-hmm. and she was bitten on her right hand between her thumb and her forefinger. He checked, and there was actual indentations, and measured the quote bite, um, and held the markings up to Harold's teeth, painted on teeth, I might add, and they matched exactly. Holy crap. Yeah. Is that not wild? Yeah, totally wild. Um, so a lot of this I did get from Harold's own website because he, like, details all of the events and everything mm-hmm. that's happened to him since he's had the doll. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've... 
I don't know if I mentioned, but, um, and that's why we drink also did an episode on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, M is, like, my superpower. <laughs> they, they can do no wrong. Um, but, yeah, so, it's just, it's just really wild. So, after the whole teeth biting incident, mm-hmm. um, later, the area below the psychic's left eye was swollen as though she had been punched by a small fist. The swelling matched the doll's hand size. So, we're just like, gonna... <laughs> being, like, but, like, it, she didn't, like, feel herself get punched. Yeah, just the aftermath of it. Yeah. So Which that's, is almost worse. Like, like, you know, if you run into something, you know you're gonna get a bruise. Yeah. But then you just get a bruise, like... I mean, you can get, like, bruises, like, on your arms or legs or something. It didn't, like, notice. Uh, well, yeah, because something. I bruise, like, a fucking banana. Yeah, but, like, something on your face, I think you would, like... Probably. I would probably notice. Yeah. If you, like, accidentally hit yourself on the face. Like, yeah. Uh... Yes. So, and that, the one of the next things that happened was a friend of Anthony's came by his house, and they had planned to go out to lunch. And she had told him that when she pulled up, as soon as she got out of her car, she felt as though she was in danger. When he didn't answer her, like, knocking on the door, she walked in and found the doll sitting at the kitchen table where he had left him earlier. Mm-hmm. She had tried to run out of the house, and when she felt as though she was, like, stopped from leaving, she started screaming for him, for Anthony, and he found her plastered against the wall next to the front door, sobbing and terrified. Nah, man. Nah. Nah. No. Can't do it. And you know, like, when I'm in a room, I have to be able to see, like, all of the exits. Yeah. Like, one, because I'm just paranoid, and two, it's just what, like, how I was raised. You have to be able to see all the exits. But, like, I could not, like, I couldn't imagine. Like, mm, No. That would, mm, no. Mm-mm. I, that's, like, I've never had something, like, of that magnitude. Yeah. Or, like, everything has been, like, very innocent. Like, it's not been. Like, our lantern flying off of our fucking TV stand. Right, way too. Like, things like that didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, I feel like that's just more like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You're out of wine. Like. Come on, man. Yeah. But this is just. Like, I don't this know. Is just I just straight like, up negative. I don't like being mean to people in general. Yeah. So like, it just I don't know. Yeah. It, Sierra's a very nice person. Like, when we're driving, I have to reach. Like, if she's driving, I reach over and honk the horn <laughs> because if Sierra will not do it. Like, she's. I don't think I've ever seen you actually use a horn. You do get upset, but it's more like, come on, man. And I'm like, you fucking moron, get out of the fucking way. Like, flipping people off, like, waving my arms around. And Sierra's just like, did you see this guy? <laughs> I'm like, sweet blue is 55. <laughs> and that's as loud as she gets about it. And then I'm in the passenger seat having full rage, ro- like, ra- road rage, like, so, Sierra's a very nice person, but, like, I just, I could not imagine that level, you know? Yeah, no. That's just so intense for something that is 
supposed to be something that is seen as such, like, as, like, innocent. Yeah. Like, childhood innocence, like, yeah. having your baby doll. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's just very, it's very crazy to me. So, next, um, Anthony decides, I'm going to take him to the Stanley Hotel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. And we just did an episode about this, what, two episodes ago? One episode ago? What's today? No, it was, like, a while ago. It was a while ago? Yeah. Okay. It, we did an episode it on it. about, like, three episodes ago. Okay, sure. Um, so, he takes him to the Stanley with him. A man who said he was from Manhattan, New York, told Anthony that he didn't believe in the paranormal. And a few minutes later, he asked me what the story was with the doll, saying that that damn doll wanted to kill me. Holy cow. Yeah. So... You'll make a believer out of anybody. Basically, yeah. In 2013, when Anthony took the doll out of storage again, he was talking to his friend Camille about Harold beforehand and, like, his plans for mm-hmm. him. So, apparently, Camille thought whatever Anthony had said was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like, whatever he had planned for Harold was a good idea. So, later, a thought came to him that she had better stay the fuck away from me. So, he called Camille and asked her how she was doing, and she told him that she was so sick with hot and cold spells, and when he when he asked how long she had been feeling not yep, so great, yeah. uh, she stated that it was shortly after their phone call had ended, and he splashed holy water over it, so, like, after that, mm-hmm. he splashed holy water on the doll, telling him that he's never to attack someone I love again. And then a few minutes later, he heard, okay, she's all right now. He immediately called Camille back, who told him that she was feeling better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I can't. (sighs) Yes. So, next, a woman in Long Island, New York. Also, what is with these fucking Yankees? Wait. He just randomly had holy water in his house? I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that we don't have holy water by this point, okay? <laughs> like, I really, I was really thinking about it the other day, too. Like, how much would it cost? Can I get me a homeboy priest? <laughs> Do get you a homeboy priest. <laughs> That's who blesses it, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't even know where a Catholic church is. I'm I could ask the kids. The kids are Catholic. Oh, maybe they could bring you some. You know the little girl would totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just get her, like, one, like a little vial or something. Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, once you dips her, when they walk in, usually when you walk in, there's, like, holy water in there so you can, like, bless yourself and so you can just. You can bless yourself. I feel like that oh, seems like, wrong. It's like, um... You guys see how much I know about church. Like, you dip your fingers and then do the... <laughs> Every time you say you dip your fingers, all I think about is, like, fondue. <laughs> like, somebody oh just dipping gosh. their fingers in fondue, you know? <laughs> it's not like that at all. <laughs> Maybe I would actually be Catholic if it was. Anyway, so <laughs> you, dip, you dip and then you do the, I don't know what the thing's called. The Father, Son, Holy Father, Spirit, Spirit yeah. that thing. I don't, I, I'm sure it has like a formal name, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. 
And so you do that. I bet you. I totally... The little girl that I watched was seriously just fucking hilarious. And it would just... It would be a classic move for her. Mm-hmm. To bring me some holy water. So. Anyway. So. Back to this damn Yankee. Now, <laughs> I mean that with all sincerity when I say damn Yankee. For the fact that... Um, Sierra is a Yankee, but she is not a damn Yankee. Mm -hmm. A damn Yankee is someone who does something stupid and is a Yankee. So, like, yeah, a damn Yankee. Anyway, so, this chick is from Long Island, was making fun of the spirit and, yeah, in in the doll, despite all the fucking warnings not to do so. (laughs) And later in the day, she she messaged homeboy Anthony to say that the things were falling off of her wall and flying through the air. She also said that her 160-pound bull mastiff went to investigate and yelped as though something tried to kill him. The dog laid down at her feet, trembling, with its tail between its legs and its ears laid back. Whenever, Wherever she went, he followed, trembling. <sighs> Literally, the only reply homeboy could give her with was, I tried to warn you. I mean... Which, he did. Yeah. Like, in all... Like, he he eventually writes a book, which is... I was reading, like, a couple pages out of that. Mm-hmm. Which is actually really interesting. Um, he, he does nothing but try to warn people. You know? Yeah. And that's all you can do. Like, because yeah. people are going to be stupid. Yeah, that's true. So... They're going to do what they think is best. Yeah, and in one of the warnings, like, you might not want to say his name a two bunch, like, a whole bunch. So, I know I've kept, I've kept saying it, but I've also tried to be, like, replacing it with the doll. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I don't want to be disrespectful to him. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and I definitely don't want to call it an it. So. Balance. Yes. Um. So. Next little little thing that happened okay. is Anthony, homeboy Anthony, mm-hmm. decided to... <laughs> oh, God, Sierra. So, d- homeboy Anthony decided to adopt a puppy. He named it Chance. The dog refused to come into their hotel room for two weeks. Literally had to drag him in or pick him up and carry him in. So... The next thing that happened was a woman saw a picture of Harold on Facebook and made a nasty comment about him, like, about his appearance. That's not necessary. No, because we already said that what his appearance was because the guy tried to burn him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't flying. Yeah. So, the next morning, she called Anthony frantic, quote, Last night around midnight, I woke up and felt Harold staring at me. I could not move for ten minutes, she said. I was terrified and fear for my life. Well, yeah, they'll make fun of him. Uh, so I mean, it's not hard. It really, really isn't. So as it turns out, homeboy Anthony hasn't been immune from attacks either. No. Yeah. Um, one night on his blog talk radio show, a friend called and asked about Harold. Mm-hmm. And they talked and laughed about him. And the next morning, there were four long scratch- scratches on his left calf with blood on his sheet. A few days later, he put Harold back in the storage unit, and the next day, Camille noticed a long, bleeding gash on his left forearm, and he then took Harold out of storage, and has been out ever since that day. 
Just like, uh, no, you don't. Yeah. No. That's not happening. Um, so, in a video Anthony made, which is one of those videos that I was mm-hmm. telling you about, a, a number of people noticed that his lips were moving, and honestly, I saw his lips moving. I will show you the video if you want, but nope. I felt like I shouldn't because... I think that can be his secret. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. Um, almost as like he's talking or like mimicking what Anthony is mm-hmm. saying, which is very unsettling. Um, the doll's... The doll's eyes are blue, but more than one person has noticed that when the spirit that's tethered to the doll is apparently, like, angry mm-hmm. or upset, um, the doll's eyes will appear to be black as coals for a few seconds. Like, yeah, like Jet black. black, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's quite terrifying. Don't love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the... the like, I'm, like, nervous laughing over here. <laughs> I feel like that's all I can do right now. I can, like, I can understand, like, where he's coming from. He's, like, he's Don't just, disrespect me. Yeah, and, but, like, also he's just, like, he has a very rash reaction to things, but at yeah. the same time it's, like, in self-preservation yeah. or, like, uh, preservation of, like, his living conditions and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so... And we don't really know the full back, like, backstory right. for, like, when he lived with Kathy or when he lived with, for, with the first dude. Yeah, with the man yeah. who got him. Yeah. Or, like, really where he came from, like, what happened before he was bought by this yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's a hard knock life, so. Yeah. So, anyway, um, to continue, Anthony has only allowed two teens of investigators to come and examine the doll because it is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. The first team consisted of cops. The two founding members spent three hours with him. And one of the investigators said that while he was listening to the recording of the investigation, he heard, quote, frightening EVPs, which we've talked about that, mm-hmm. electronic voice phenomena, um, and felt as though he were hit in the head with a baseball bat and his back went out, causing him to fall onto the floor, unable to move for fucking hours. They now refuse to have anything more to do with Harold or come anywhere near him. Mm. Which, can you blame them? <laughs> nope. Hell no. Harold was also featured on Ghost Adventures, where it took him, they took him to an island, um, which is the Island of the Dolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's just say the acid wash drama queen Zach Bagans was less than pleased by taking him there because, like you, as I just found out, um, is terrified of dolls. Um, and it's a doll. It's an island filled with haunted dolls. So yeah, no, that's yeah. not on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like a really fucking hilarious episode. I was mm-hmm. watching it earlier. And just because of the, um, like, the amount of fear that mm-hmm. Bagans exudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just made the whole thing. He just made the whole thing because, like, most of the time you could tell he's acting and it's not really for real. Mm-hmm. But, like, this time you can see how much fucking discomfort he is in. And mm-hmm. it's, it's hilarious. So, y'all need to, to watch it. It's just good. Um... So those are a few of like a few of the instances mm-hmm. that I could put in here and 
that were on um, Anthony's website and everything. Um, do, do, do. So he goes on to say that he so far has had four psychics do readings on him and none of them had want, like wanted to do anything with him like afterwards mm-hmm. because of how unsettled they were with, by like whatever reading they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's just, I don't know, it's just really, really crazy to me that that level of it's a lot of activity yes you know for for any thing yeah, really yeah but i mean because it goes on like there's right like there's, the book there's a whole book yeah there's obviously more than what you could yes. like present to you know here but like and i'm not about to show you the video i will however um attach it to our blog post so you guys can go and look if at that if you dare I, yeah, if you dare, let me just give you a warning. Do not put any negative thoughts out there for this, because I do not want it coming back to me and Sierra and Maggie. We don't need that in our lives. We don't need that in our lives at all. Um, yeah, so it was just, it was really terrifying, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm sleeping on the couch <laughs> tonight, so. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be totally fine. Probably. It will be. Our homeboy ghost will be... Uh, he, George and him can have conversations. George George protects our household. It's fine. You know? Yeah. We're chill. We're totally chill. Okay. It's fine. We mean no disrespect, Harold. <laughs> I just want to, like... I know I've said that, like, four different times, but I really need to drive that home. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, it's... It's just, it, it's wild to me. Yeah, it's inter- it creates an interesting life, that's it, for sure. It definitely does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I have for you. I have two jokes um, <laughs> that I found on the wonderful Google. So are you ready for them? Yes, yes I am. Okay, to lighten, to, to make us a little bit happier at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, what do you call several Barbie dolls waiting in line? A barbecue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Got okay. Um, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? Mm, why? Because he didn't have the guts. Aww. <laughs> oh, I like that one, too. I do, too. Um, but... Yeah, so that's all I have for you guys. I'm trying to stall because I don't want tomorrow to happen. Um, I'm going to get an MRI tomorrow on my hip, and that entails an injection into my hip so they can see all the fun stuff. And I've already had one before. I've had one in both hips Mm -hmm. when I had surgery, so (laughs) I'm really not looking forward to it. I know it's going to hurt real bad. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's... That's what I have. Yeah, it's not fun. I'm just trying to stall and then make it go really fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a hoot and a half over here, y'all. Yep. All right, well. Sierra, plug all the fucking things for us, man. <laughs> well, like Emily mentioned, you can find pictures and sources and um, resources, like personal resources on our blog. Oh personal resources now that you said that I am going to put a new resource in especially for election season which is a link to go and see if you are registered to vote 
and to see what district you are in and where your voting place is. That will be on our blog. I will also probably put it in our um, Instagram bio because y'all need to fucking vote. It's more, it's really, it's important every time, but like. Yes, your vote always counts, but this time it counts a whole like hell of a lot. Like if you never voted before, now would be a good time to start. Especially, especially, especially if you are in a swing state or if um you are voting by mail, you need to get that in because Trump is trying to do so many things to create voter suppression, which is already a real thing that exists mm-hmm. and it shouldn't because it's 2020 and y'all, we need to step ahead. So, yes, voter suppression is real. If you are voting by mail, you need to get it in by August 13th, I think is the date, um, in order for it to make it there on time because it takes two weeks each way. So, yes, that will be in our blog and our Instagram bio. Gotcha. And um, one more thing about the resources. Uh, This is the Suicide Awareness Month. We have all of those wonderful resources on our blog, and if you are in that moment of feeling down, or if you are in that moment of feeling um, that you are not needed, you are. Just like I just said two seconds ago, your vote matters, your life matters. Somebody out there loves you. We love you. So please, 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 the best thing you can do is reach out for help, and we have all of those resources on our blog. Um, Every episode, we post those links Mm -hmm. up there. It is so important to take care of your mental health. It is so important to take care of yourself because you are valued. You are wanted and you are loved. So nobody knows you like you do. So Exactly. Please look out for your mental health. It's so, so important. And our blog, you can find us at paranormpodcast.com. And then um, we always Emily always posts to Facebook and Instagram at Paranorm Podcast. And then on our blog, you can send us a message if you have any um cool spirit stories ghost stories if you have seen harold or peggy or robert and if you know who any of those things are please message me i need to know things like i need to know she likes to know everything i do nothing is too small no i'm hella nosy like hella nosy so i need to know these things so please don't don't be afraid to, like, send us even, like, the small nu- smallest nugget. Like, I'm kind of wondering if they're wearing any shoes right now. Like, in what color they are. The dolls. Interesting. Right? Like, okay, this is off track. I know we're plugging everything. So, if somebody is actually listening to us plug everything right now, they're going to get this little tidbit. Last night, I had a little bit too much wine to drink. And I was, with all seriousness, looked at Sierra and goes... This glass doesn't feel like glass. It feels like plastic. And she goes, is it plastic? And, like, puts her phone down to have this conversation with me. Well, mostly because at first I didn't really understand what she was asking. And so I was, like, trying to concentrate on my phone and what she was saying. And I could not comprehend, like, what she was saying. So that's why I had to, like, okay, one-track mind right now. What are you trying to get across to me right now? (laughs) And so we go on to have this 20-minute discussion (laughs) on why some glass feels like plastic. And we are sitting there, we're tapping things with our fingers, (laughs) and I'm squeezing the wine glass really hard, and, like, it's not bending, so I think it's not plastic. (laughs) She's tapping on the ceramic bowl that she has over by her like 
So it's just <laughs> it was an interesting time in our lives. These are the questions <laughs> that pop into my head. I need to know things. So please contact us on the blog or our email, which is paranormpodcast at gmail dot com. And we need patrons. Okay. I know Sierra usually plugs this part, but That's I don't right. think you guys get it. <laughs> we need patrons. We love you guys. We want you to show us your love. So um, you can support us on Patreon. There are three tiers. You're going to have to go and look at them what they are because I don't remember off the top of my head. You just got to go find it out. You can do it. <laughs> we believe in you. Um, and another great way to support us is by sharing our podcast with your friends or your spooky spooky acquaintance acquaintance that weird guy that sits by himself i don't know man maybe he likes spooky podcasts or whatever just share a podcast and we appreciate it so that's all i have for you guys (laughs) for real this time for real this time there's no more i'm pretty sure i'm thinking about it real hard nope there's no more okay bye guys bye